Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi everyone, I'm Kama, and you can find me at Oxford Splice on Twitter. And today I'm joined by Guile. Hey, this is Guile, and I tweet at board, at Door Podcast. And <laughs> Devin. Hey, this is Devin GD Harpo on Twitter. And Chicky. Hey, I am Chicky. I'm at the Chickren on Twitter. So as always, we spoil everything, book and show, and. You know, I well definitely triggers for violence. Um, today we're reading Aria Two and A Clash of Kings, and it's a short chapter. And I sort of divided it into three parts. Um, the first part, Aria is um, traveling north with Yorin and the recruits, and as they proceed and they're going along the King's Road, um, they keep encountering people who are all traveling south. And they're not just traveling, they're traveling with everything they can carry. And um, as they go, as they keep going north, they start spotting graves along the side of the road. Um, And one of the guys in their group, he dies. And basically, it's sort of like um, people retire in my organization. Everything he has is sort of taken away, like someone grabs his mail, his boots, whatever. Um, And I should specify, we don't strip our... um, Employees, when they leave, I'm thinking of things like desk chairs. Um, <laughs> it's kind of the equivalent, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, glad oh my you God, got the good stapler, it's mine. So someone's like, Yeah, I was worried for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's basically this guy's dead, they're taking his boots before he goes. And then um, someone gives uh, Gendry, who they're still, or Gendry, oh God, Gendry, who they're still calling the bull, his sword. Um, and they stop at an inn. Um, where they get a chance to rest up. And basically, um, the start of the conversation at the inn is like, why the hell are you going north? This is a super bad idea. So that's the, f- let's pause here and talk about that a little bit, maybe. I love how George builds this, where like, first they encounter one grave on the side of the road, and then the next day it's two, and then like a few more, like how it just keeps building the further north they go. It's It's really ominous. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that they gave Gendry the sword because I would have thought that would have been like the first thing to go. Um, yeah, was that Yorin that did that? Yeah. It seems like Gendry must be like pretty obviously the most fit person, you know, the most fit well, he's person huge. in the group. Yeah. He's big, he's tall, because when by the time Brienne sees him, she mistakes him for Renly. Yeah. And Renly's pretty sword. tall. And those are pretty big, right? So, yeah, yeah like Yorin specifically, like you have the arms for it or whatever he says. Yeah, I mean, he's been a blacksmith's apprentice. He's tall. You can imagine he probably looks like the most likely recruit that yeah. Yorin ended up with. Yeah, which is um. So then the second part of the chapter, like they're in the inn, and there's a lot of conversation going on, and Ar is hearing all of this stuff. And it's basically like, it's got to be so weird to be there talking about, you know, she realizes they're talking about her family. 
like they're talking about the Tullys and Lord Tully. And that's like, she's like, that's my grandfather. And you know, the hand son. And like, she's like, that's Rob. And, um, just like my heart goes out to her. And then there's a lot of talk about a super pack of wolves. This is how I'm thinking of them, uh, near the God's eye. And they're headed by a she wolf. And Arya thinks that that might be Nymeria. And she thinks about how they, they had to throw rocks at her to make her go away. Oh, and um, you guys. <laughs> um, she stays, she's like keeping quiet, which is kind of impressive when they're talking about, you know, your brothers and your mother and your father and all that. Um, but then the talk turns to speculation that the she wolf ate a baby and there Arya, you know, she can't be quiet anymore. And she speaks up in defense of wolves. And basically Yorin was like, what the hell? Go outside. And this is where she meets the three men who are chained in the wagon. Um, Jack and Hagar and Rorge and Biter. And after a lot of provocation, there's stuff like she gets them or Jack and wants more beer. And, you know, their Biter, of course, is insane. And, Arya ends up smacking Biter between the eyes. I think this is where I want to say just how desperate the Night's Watch has to be that they're willing to take Borge and Biter at all. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, and just um, you know, it's so it's just kind of you know on a reread, it's so chilling to you know for Biter especially knowing you know what he's going to do to Brienne. Like it's just like oh, it, it's so much worse to see him. And to have him so described, like, knowing, and, and Rorge, too, like, knowing what they're going to do. It's just so much worse. How has Biter not been killed at this point is what I can't understand. <laughs> Good question. Like, how is he still alive? I don't know. Like, what did he do to end up in the black cells? Was it not bad Oof. enough to just execute him? I mean, what's a, going on? That is a very, like, that is a very good, very good point. And, like, if they have to be caged all the way up there, like, what do they think is going to happen once they get to the to Castle Black? Like, You're just going to let them out and immediately they're just entirely different people now? Well, one of yeah. them could be, but he's but not like, an issue anyway. You're not, okay, it's conceivable, like, you got somebody... You know, like they've they've taken people who have been rapists and thieves and stuff like that, and they've somehow like you know, kind of rehabilitated them, and they're like they've got a different life. But you know, two of these three people are psychotic. I I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, you know, there's not enough Alistair Thorne or basic training in the world to make Biter into a human being again. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we know at least one of them is a murderer, right? I think we knew that in a game at the end of a Game of Thrones, or in the last chapter of Arya's in this book. So, yeah, they're obviously pretty bad. What I thought was funny about this scene that I had forgotten is that you meet Biter as you meet Gend or is with Gendry there, and it's like Gendry's going to kill him, right? <laughs> so exactly. Yeah, I thought was thinking that too. Like, yeah, it. You know, obviously, I think the first thing is, you know, I think of Brienne, of course, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. you know, like, hey, this this dude is going to kill you. Like, thank God, you know. So the last third of the chapter, um, Gendry and Arya are planning, they're talking about, because Arya feels the need to hit something and she wants to spar, which I totally get that, Arya. Um, and they're talking about it um, because, you know, Gendry, of course, is massive in Arya is not and like trying to work this out. Um, but then the gold cloaks show up and they're looking for a boy 
to have a warrant from Cersei for him. And Arya is instantly sure they're looking for her. Um, Yorin is like, my crew are in the watch now. Your warrant is meaningless. And then a good portion of the people bound for the wall step out and they're like, okay, let's do this. Like I, my favorite part is there's some guy, cause they're, um, they had a chance to take baths at the inn, which Arya could not do because that would be an instant reveal that she's a woman um, or female. And, but there's some guys just come out of the, the tub. I think his name is Dauber. He's totally naked except for a d- dagger. And he's like, let's go. Um, which I kind of thought was a great visual. I kind of wish we had gotten in the show. Um, and basically it turns out they're looking for Gendry and they're not looking for Arya. Um, although she declares she's the one, um, they want. And, uh, Yorin ends up putting his sword to the officer's neck, calls his bluff. They take off and we learn Gendry's name for the first time. And then basically the end of the chapter is Yorin is like, okay, we need to move now. And he tells Arya and Gendry that if the gold cloaks make a return, you need to take off and you need to make for the wall. That is the end of the chapter. So I guess we could pause and talk about that a little bit. So do we think that, um, do we think Yorin knows who Gendry is? I mean, I kind of feel like he probably does just since he's been, he's so well-traveled that, you know, if Gendry is such a obvious Baratheon that he might, he might have a, he might know why, or maybe, um, I can't think of, I can't think of the, the guy that Gendry worked for, but maybe he did tell him who Gendry was. Cause it seems like he's, it's like he's overly concerned with their safe with their safety. Oh, I think he totally knows who Gendry is. Okay. I, and I don't know yeah, whether it was does. the Smith who told him or I don't know, Varys or whoever got him out of there. Um, and, and made sure he was hooked up with Yorin, but I'm pretty sure he's been told that he's Robert's bastard. And I mean, he's got to look like Robert, right? I mean, yeah. that's what the description is. Well, they say Renly looks like young Robert and Gendry looks young like Robert, Renly. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I would think. So, and, yeah, it seems likely Yorin's probably met. Like, Yorin seems like a guy that actually would have, you know, it's sort of a little bit odd that he didn't necessarily cross paths with Robert on this trip. Just because he kind of seems like the kind of guy that Robert would like to hang with. Just generally fairly, you know, generally kind of jovial, good guy, you know, a little bit of a drinker. Like, I feel like he and Robert would have done well together. <laughs> like, he's a good and he's an excellent ambassador to King's Landing at this point. He in smells, time, kind of yeah. what he, yeah, but, you know, I'm like, you think Robert <laughs> smelled great? Probably not. Uh, Probably who, better. Who I mean, Aria makes the comment, like, that she smells as bad as Yorin does. And I mean, that's. And I mean, I love, there's this little bit, I didn't pick anything to read out because honestly it's just not that kind of a chapter, but there's this little bit where she, um, she, she really wants to take a bath, but she knows she can't. And then she basically thinks that, you know, she's got these creatures now living, you know, probably oh, yeah. and whatever, <laughs> fleas, and she, she said it would be wrong to drown them. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, Aria, take that bath, honey. <laughs> drown those creatures. <laughs> but, what um, <laughs> well, there are so there's six I think six gold cloaks is the only reason not to just kill them is because you're at the end like I mean 
if you're worried about them returning and bringing more forces, why not kill them? I mean, is he that cutthroat, though? You know? Well, he's bound to, like, uh, he has his own yeah, vows, He's bound he? to I the mean, vows. It's... Yep. Forgot about that part. <laughs> well, and it's, I mean, the other thing is, is they're not on some deserted stretch of road, even. I mean, it's not even like they're totally alone. They they keep running into travelers. I mean, the word would get out, I'm pretty sure. If they, pretty quickly, I'm sure, yeah. You know? And also, I, I don't think he's that guy. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I suppose, but I suppose, like, if you're already going to the wall, then it's sort of like a, you know, <laughs> like, get out of crime free card. So maybe. <laughs> well, you yeah, double go to the wall? The whole point, the reason he's been in the South is to get money and to get men and supplies. Yeah. And I mean, they're the, the people they've got. It's not exactly like he's got, I mean, aside from Gendry, this does not sound like a great crew. He's, he's, um, managed to get i mean they've given him a bunch of like psychotic people and children i mean so they're i mean in theory though you've got a blacksmith so someone super highly skilled you've got a baker you have a you have a um oh my god i cannot think of i can't think of what they call jockin um (laughs) A, a a faceless man a yeah, baker and I mean, it's a not blacksmith. like they're anywhere near the wall. I mean, it's not like they're out, you know, in the middle of absolutely nowhere. They are traveling along the Kings. Were, I mean, these people are all talking. I'm sure, like, word is getting back that, oh, we passed these people going to the wall. I mean, it would just Except be- that I think there are also people are like, you, I mean, I think people are like, shit's going down north and you people are crazy. You know, I so think, there's. I guess my point is, is if if Yorin was that guy, this is not the place to do it, and I don't think Yorin is that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's more so what I think. It's not the place you know. for it. So, do we have any mail? Yes, we do. Um, so, our first piece of mail um, from Ancient Octagon on Reddit. They um, they ask, do you subscribe to subscribe to any of the theories that try to explain why Jack and Hagar was in the black cells? Um, I know some of the more popular ones are that he was caught on purpose to um, for whatever reason I've seen because he's there for Aria um, that he was just simply caught on a mission. Um, I, also, one of the more interesting ones was that he was hired by the Lannisters to kill Ned. Um, oh, interesting. That's interesting, really, but yeah, you can really poke holes in it very quickly. Well, I mean, if, um, if Cersei thought that Ned was going north, right? Like, if that's what Cersei thought was going to happen, then she would have, you know, and you know, she, they would have sent him north with well, Ned, and that was the plan. I mean, yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like I, mean, that's I a, assumed he'd die either there or, or when he got there, but that would make. I mean, I would, I would think that the Lannisters would assume once he got north of the neck that he would just do whatever he wanted. Like there was, he was going to, you know, like he's lost to them. So yeah, you have your insurance and he has an accident. That makes an awful lot of sense. And I won't say not easy to poke holes in, but easy so, to say, well, why not just use a Lannister guard or someone well, from your own household or something like that? Well, but, but then it doesn't come back involved, on the Lannisters because you also think that if, but if you, if you think you're just going to, you're going to like send Ned to the wall, then you, if, and then if it's some unknown that kills him, 
it doesn't necessarily destroy any peace with, you know, any sense of like some kind of treaty. Cause I mean, at this point they know that, um, Rob has Jamie, right? So like they, they could maybe keep some kind of peace with Rob while they're, you know, so yeah. And, and it also makes sense in that Jack and had no other mission after, you know, Jack and doesn't have another purpose after Ned's dead. So he's sort of like a free agent at this point. And if there was other reasons that he was there, you would think he would have to like fulfill that mission. So like having kind yes, of an aborted mission makes sense. Yeah, that's something I've seen that whatever he was there to do, he did it or it got done because once he's let out, he doesn't seem preoccupied with doing something else he should have been doing. Um, So, yeah. And then the other, of course, that Jack and and Serial are the same person. Yeah, I mean. Always a fun one. You know, I don't I wouldn't be shocked. I don't I don't totally disagree with that when people try to I mean, it gets dismissed. I see quite often, but I really like that idea. Yeah. Always have. Well, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Cardinal Girl um, seventy five, um, kind of in the same vein. She asks, um, "What do you guys think Jack and did to end up in the black cells? So specifically, whatever crime he committed or whatever." And this is where I kind of like the theory that he was just caught killing someone and that could he have gotten away from one or two people? Yeah, maybe, but maybe he was cornered by 10 people and just decided, well, I'll go here, take the black and I'll get out once I get wherever. Or if it's a, he was purposely placed there, you know, like if you think, if you think if I'm, you know, if you're thinking, well, who might Cersei work through to get, a faceless man, probably Varys. Well, Varys is also, you know, the jailer. So he would likely place him in the black cells for, you know, for the purposes of introducing him to Yorin to send North. And then just, you know, in the everything never, like never bothered to not do it, which would really tick me off. If like, you're the contractor there, basically <laughs> it's just like left in the cells. <laughs> Uh, or that he's just he's in Winterfell. Look, look, I mean, in not Winterfell, but in King's Landing, looking for something specific. Maybe not even there to kill someone, but looking for something the faceless men need, or anything along those lines. Or hired by the Citadel to find something or other. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe he. There are a lot yeah. of interesting theories. For sure. Um, so our last um, piece of mail, Buckle here on Discord, they ask, when did you start to warm to the other recruits? Um, I took them at Arya's face value until this chapter. Um, I can't remember when I started to warm to them, but I would assume that I started to warm to them as Arya did. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like, first of all, Yorn is, you know, I think we've established Yorn's a pretty good guy, but just like, oh, yeah. you know, we've got enough money. Everyone can get a beer and a bath. Like, hey. And I, <laughs> but I, I like that they, like, obvious, like, I like any kind of, like, ragtag band of misfits bond into a found family situation. And yeah, you know, that's perfect. like, we have the start of it here with, you know, these people kind of coming, you know, immediately, like, coming to the defense of their group that's, you know, their group that's just formed. And, I, I mean, I, I always like a story like that. And I think that's, yeah. like, Arya has that moment of disbelief, even that, like, hot pies coming, you know, coming to the defense, too. And yeah. it's just, it, it's cool, especially when you think that, 
Well, I mean, some of these people are obviously criminals. I mean, obviously, like Gendry, like, what did Hot Pie do? Like, why is Hot Pie going to the wall? You know, I just assumed like there were some of these kids are like orphans or whatever, and there's nobody to take care of them, and like, you know, hey, there's this guy who's recruiting, and you know, yeah, get shoved. And I mean, I we that, know that. I don't think they're all prisoners. I think it's just sort of like, you know, sort of a. Maybe word gets out, he's taking people, and at least, you know, the kid you were supposed to sort of take care of for somebody who's, you know, else is like, this is a chance for them to get some kind of a life. Well, and it's, you know, if you remember in the in one of the last um, John chapters in A Game of Thrones, like, that one guy got sent, I think, to Eastwatch specifically to, like, essentially make sure that they were getting good olive oil. You know, so yeah. like, if the Night's Watch cares about anything, they care about food. So I feel like, again, like, hop, like these are some solid recruits, a blacksmith and a baker. Again, like, good job, you know, good job trying here, Yorin. I, I mean, think the fact that they've got Biter and they're considering him as a recruit tells me they will take anybody. Anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, true. Literally and anybody. a couple of rando kids, sure, come along. You know, it's just what, you know. I, I think it's just they'll take anybody who's male or, well, they're trying to hide and, you know, and just go with that. So, yeah, no, that's probably, a, I mean, I'd like to think that a baker is like the most prized, you know, prized possession, basically, but you're probably right. I'm not disagreeing. Right. I'm just saying, like, no, you're probably right. In that net no. real wide. It's like right now where, you know, you can basically walk into any job at any fast food place in America because they're that desperate. I mean, bread is very important. It is. Any final thoughts? You know, I just knowing what's going to happen to all these people, it's just kind of, you know, George is very good at giving us like that, um, the, you know, the impending doom here, you know, (laughs) you know, this feels like, I mean, honestly, this kind of feels wholesome other than, you know, with, biter and stuff like there's like this wholesome you know again like the whole found family thing and just Mm. knowing how awful it's going to be is just you know great yay (laughs) something to look forward to (laughs) um, what are we six seven chapters in the clash just these early chapters is just it always brings me back to how much I wish there could have been a Rob POV or just more Rob just because even the, the part here where Arya thinks about well, where someone in the um, end says that well, he rides into wolf, he rides into battle on a dire wolf or whatever. Like I just wish we could see what was happening there from Rob's POV. I just think it would have been really cool. But of course, he's one of the heads we couldn't have been in. Yeah, and the story yeah. the same. But oh, it would have been amazing to see. I feel like agreed. Okay. If you would like to send us a message, you can do so um, anonymously if you, you prefer at close the door and come here dot tumblr dot com, or you can email us at close the door and at gmail dot com. And we're also on Twitter at door door podcast. Uh, please like and review us wherever you listen, as it really helps uh, new people find the podcast. And lastly, um, please consider supporting us on Patreon, and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash close the door. And we'd like to thank all of the people who are already our Patreon supporters. And with that, I am closing the door.
get out.